listening to Abiding Hope Church's podcast of our weekly sermons. For more information about our church, please visit abidinghope.org. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 18th chapter. Jesus also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, and even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled but all who humble themselves will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Have you noticed the amazing colors of this fall? Have you noticed? Has this been, uh, yeah, we need to clap. Let's clap. Yay, God. Exactly. Yay, God. Woo! I have lived in Colorado for 18 years. I have never seen the depth of colors we've had this fall. It's been absolutely stunning, just stunning. The reds, the deep, deep, dark reds. I've gone for walks, you know. We went for rides, drives in the car, taking pictures. It's been amazing, right? We, we've all seen this. And what about the, the, the sky? Have you noticed the sky lately? There haven't been many, many uh, clouds and this, this beautiful blue. And I like to walk early in the morning, and, and I, I'm up most days when the sunrise is happening and I'll walk out of my house just as sunrise is there, st- supposed to b- start my walk, but I find myself just standing on the street looking at the, su- at the sky, at the sunrise. Absolutely gorgeous. Have you noticed that? And recently we had a meteor shower. Did you know about this? We, we had some meteors, and, and I love the night sky, especially when it's clear, and to go out and look and just see the billions and billions of stars. It's stirring. It's stirring. I think something that is universal to human beings is that we see beauty. We recognize beauty. I've, I've never uh, taken somebody, you know, out to see the, 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 the trees, the foliage changing color, and you, you see just this expanse of gorgeous color, and they go, eh. <laughs> Seen it before. You know, or the the sunrise, eh, not a big deal, it happens every day. No, there's something in us as human beings that that we recognize and we celebrate beauty. And I think that's universal to our humanity. What if Jesus came not so much to teach us about God, but instead he came to draw us deeper into our humanity? That Jesus became human to be like us, not to point us to God so much, but to show us God's vision for what it looks like to be fully 
human. See, I think that's what this gospel text is about today. You've got two, two men who go up to the temple to pray, and the first is a Pharisee, right? A Pharisee. And, and his prayer is, thank you, God, that I'm not like those other people. Now, of course, none of us have ever felt like that. None of us have ever rated or evaluated or assessed ourselves over and against others or have had bad thoughts or opinions or judgment toward others. I know none of you ever would have done that, right? What is that in us that does that? Where, where do we get that trait that somehow we make ourselves feel better by putting other people down? But yet this, this tax collector was there, and he stood far off, and he's beating his breast. And I want to paraphrase what he said. I think what, what that tax collector was praying is he said, Dear God, please be merciful to me. I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I can. I, I'm doing some things well and other things not so much. You see the word humble, uh, the, root, the, the Latin root for the word humble and for human is the same. It's humus, H-U-M-U-S. It's the root for both human and humble. And so when Jesus says be humble, I think what he's telling us is to be more human to be more authentic in who we are as God's children. You know, there's something else that is universal to humanity. I think seeing beauty is one thing, but another one is pain. Every human suffers. Every human hurts. Every human experiences physical, emotional, psychological, relational spiritual pain. We all do. We all question. We all doubt. We all get our feelings hurt or offended by how others treat us. We all know what it's like. Now that I'm 55, I got more aches and pains, you know, than I, I've had earlier. But that's universal to our humanity. And if we're being drawn deeper into our humanity, then we're, becoming, we're, we're being called to become more aware of our pain but not in the sense that makes us selfish or self-centered, but in a way that connects us with other people. You see, when we become aware of our pain and we're willing to be authentic about that, it can help us grow in our compassion toward others when they experience pain, right? And so our humanity is realized, I think, through beauty, but also through the honesty and authenticity of addressing our pain. We're in our forward and faith season right now. And what we do this time of year, we do this every year, is we challenge folks at Abiding Hope to be in prayer and contemplation about what, how you're going to be generous next year uh, through Abiding Hope towards God's mission in the world. And on November, what is it, 12, 13? We will come together with our commitment cards and we will make our commitments for next year. Now, the danger is that we think this is about money. It involves money. But it's not about money. See, what this is about is how we believe God is calling us to be in solidarity with the poor and the hurting and the struggling of our world. If you've been around Abiding Hope for a while, you know we don't storehouse money here. We're not trying to make ourselves fatter. In fact, we're one of the most generous congregations in the country. A high percentage, between 30 and 40 percent of all the money that comes in here 
goes out our doors to serve those in need. And I've had some people say to me recently, Pastor Doug, you know, is this really a good time to raise money? Because, like, the economy's getting weird. We've got a potential recession happening. You know, interest rates are going up. Uh, housing values are coming down. Should we really be doing this right now? Well, my response back is, when we have a recession, who in the world suffers the most? Who? It's the poor. It's the poor. Let's not kid ourselves. We're going to have food. We're going to have shelter. Our kids are going to go to college. We're going to be okay. But when the economy gets weird, it's the poor who suffer. It's the single mom who, who, who couch surfs with her three kids, some days sleeping in the car, uh, sending them to school with no breakfast because she can't afford it. And especially when winter comes and she's got to run the car off and on all night long just to keep the kids warm. It's that teenager who's thinking about ending his life because he, nobody's liking his posts and, and, and people don't uh, talk to him at school and he's thinking he doesn't matter. It's that Haitian family who doesn't have access to education, doesn't have access to health care, whose kids die from curable diseases. These are real people, real situations, real partnerships that we have here at Abiding Hope. Because God has called us to be generous and to serve and to get in touch with our humanity. And the way we get in touch with our humanity is we go deeper in relationship into the humanity of other people. You see, I think that's what Jesus was doing in the cross. It's in the cross where Jesus was most human. He cried. He bled. He, he cried out. He, he suffered terribly. But he did that. He experienced that so that he could be in solidarity with us. So that when we cry, when we bleed, when we cry out, we have a God who gets it. We have a God who's not afraid of our fears, not afraid of our suffering, not afraid of our pains, not even afraid of death. You see, that points us to another thing that I think is universal to all of human beings. And that's the resurrection. When God raised Jesus from the dead, God was showing us emphatically that love and life win. Love and life win. God doesn't leave us abandoned to spiral and spiral into degradation. God calls us to a new place, a heightened place of existence, a place where we all are one, we all are connected. And you know that's really what perfect means. In Greek, the word is telos. And, and we translate that as perfect. Well, in English, that's a problem for us. The word perfect is a problem for us because we hear that word and we think without mistakes. But the word telos actually means complete and whole. God isn't looking for human beings that don't make mistakes. My goodness, how do you learn without making mistakes, right? God is looking for a humanity that is whole. That means that every person is valued. Every person is included. Every person is loved and served. And every human being is given the opportunity to become everything that God created them to be. And that's what it means for me to be humble and to be church. And so the question for us today is, when you wake up tomorrow, how are you going to be human tomorrow? How are you going to be human tomorrow? Can you get in touch tomorrow with, with what you're feeling and with your pains and with your fears, and can you be authentic about that and not try to hide it? 
And can you develop a sense of compassion within yourself toward others? That your pain helps you to have compassion toward other people's pains. Because you know what it feels like to hurt. You know what it feels like to have marital strife. You know what it feels like to be a, a confused kid. You know what it feels like to, to, to not uh, be able to live into your dreams. You, you get in touch with that, and it, and it gives you the power and the willingness to walk alongside other people and to pour yourself out for them. We are blessed with so much. <laughs> We are blessed with so much. May the blessings, our awareness of the blessings in our lives create such a sense of gratitude that we have to be generous. We have to. Because God is generous with us and God is calling us to be generous with others so that every, simple, every single human being might simply live. What if that's what Forward of Faith is about? It's what it's about for me. It's not about the money. It's not about the money. The money is a tool. What it's about is are we willing to truly be human and share our lives with other human beings so the day might come when tears are wiped from every face, death is swallowed up, and we live together as one. Be in prayer, be in contemplation over the next several weeks, but every single day strive to be the human being that God created you to be so that you can accompany others in their humanity. God loves each of you, and I do too. Amen.